This is Mr. Impact Wrestling himself, Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do this shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly dilly and you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hurst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts, I hate your wristbands, I hate your shoes, I hate your music, I hate the C-Nation, I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> What's up, GIW Mafia? JP here. I'm here with little, like some people now don't realize this, but this whole show was his idea sitting here with big joe it was a uh, throw caution to win kind of thing and let's see what we can do you called me up one day and said this guy's got a doing a contest for some kind of radio show about wrestling you wanted to do it and i was like i questioned it and you know i did i was like what the fuck do we know about about you know radio well nothing but let's go and talk about wrestling well, here we are, what, some 13 years later, 14 years later, 15 years later even, I don't know, no, 2005? Fuck. What? Hang on. So where's that? My Mitsujik shit the bed. Again? Let's try this again tomorrow. Out on the fucking cords of the mixer and I got them plugged. Can you hear me? Yep. Alright. We should be good now. What's up, TW Mafia? JP here. And I'm here with the guy who I've told you three times now, but you're only going to hear it once that started the Irish whip way back in 04. 
Big Joe. What's up, Joe? Uh, you know, nothing much. Just another night of, you know, technical, technical issues. issues. My fault so far tonight. You know, and let's just cut right to the chase. Let's cut while we're here. And let's let's cut the banter. Let's cut the, you know, the small talk. Let's cut the, you know, making fun of each other and all that. Because that's the easy stuff. Let's get on to a subject that's kind of tough. That it's a lot of people don't like talking about. Uh, a lot of people don't like to mention that it affects them one way or another. Um, and it's actually a twofold thing right now where it's like it's we had a wrestler on the show way back when that came out on the show. Yes, a, a major name wrestler, mind Yes. And at the same time, admitted to us all his depression, all his anxiety, all his suicidal tendencies, and his prior attempts. And yes. if, if anybody doesn't know who's talking about, we're talking about Canyon. Who better than who, Canyon? Who better than Canyon? Uh, so he came out, Chris Canyon came out, uh, real name Chris Clusarets. Yeah, I uh, can. Formerly, you know, his one of his first personas is uh, Mortis. And he had an issue, he had a run-in with the law back down in Florida, in uh, was it uh, Wabo City? Yes. And, and some phone calls were made, and the trouble got squashed. It was because it was minor bullshit. Bullshit. Right. He basically he broke up a fight, and if I this wasn't on Wikipedia, if I remember right, it was a girl and a it was a guy and a girl fighting, and I think he might have smacked the guy or something like that. But he did it, breaking the fight up. Exactly. So it was minor stuff. No, no charges wound up getting pressed, and uh, he came out of it. And with, uh, him and I got to talking, and he came on the show, and we started talking because uh, I've had depression issues and anxiety, and I've also had uh, suicidal issues. So when him and I came to talk, and I said, "Hey, when you come on the show?" He came on the show talking. Didn't think any of that was. I didn't know anything about that before, other than the depression stuff. Then when he came on, he came out of the closet on the show. I actually hate that term, out of the closet, but he came out. Yes. Yeah. He he declared. So, so apparently it was known in the pro wrestling locker rooms about him, but it wasn't known to the general public, to the fans. And he, believes, he believed that, that that was why he was released from WWE. Yes. And... The reason why he basically got the shit kicked out of him in the WWE. He was a job um, with the brutes. If you remember back, he only got in the ring with the people who were stiff. Right. The Undertaker. It, it's, yeah. Guys who had reputations. And not that they were singling him out. They were doing what they were told to do. Yep. So there's no offense to that. But like, it's important, I think... For everybody to know that there's somebody there for you, no matter who you are. You have a friend, a family member, a co-worker. There's somebody there for you. There's somebody that counts on you, somebody that relies on you, but somebody that you can also talk to, that you can go to, no matter who it is. There is no I, there's only we. And so, we can it together. Like anybody who's out there listening, reach out to me. I'll help you. I'll yeah. talk to you. I'll, I'll be your ear. The same here. There's, you know, Josh is the same way. I know Josh has worked for uh, call centers and stuff like that that have helped with suicide attempts. So any one of us, like, 
can we give you the best advice? No, but we'll listen to you. We'll hear you out. And we'll give you the, the best advice we can tell you. Like me personally, I can't tell you what's going to work for you. I can tell you what worked for me. I can tell you what still works for me. And I still have a network of people that I rely on. Build up that network. Right. You know, let's get back to talking about Canyon and some of his accolades in the ring. I mean, he came he came up and was basically like one of those guys. Like, think back to when you're a kid in the playground, and is that all, always that kid that like was the underdog, but always gave one hundred percent? So you yeah. always took him. That was Canyon. What's that sound? My phone. Oh, maybe you should shut that ringer off. Shut up. You getting text messages from all your your girlfriends? Something like that. Yeah, they like all, they like that gray wife beater, huh? They do. They do. Yeah, it <laughs> used to be it used to be white, but you've been wearing it for seven months. Well, you know what? I started off this show saying that we weren't going to make fun of each other and call each other names, but, but that's I, what we do. We man. can't get past that. And to tell to jump back onto the depression stuff, that's one thing that helps me. Like is humor, 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 right. humor. I laugh at everything. I laugh at myself first. I laugh at everything in the world. Like at my fa- my own father's wake and funeral, I was roasting him. I was <laughs> laughing. I was doing what he would want me to do. I laughed. I laughed about the way he was laying in the casket. I laughed about everything. You have to. Yes, and that's a big, like, that's how, you know, like you said, you get through stuff. I get through stuff the same way. Like, me and you have known each other forever, and you've always picked on me, but no one else else could because you did. But you, exactly, you were like my whipping boy. Yeah. but, But there's a different thing, though, like, where... I pick on you, you'd pick on me, we'd go back and forth, but I always tend to get the upper hand. Mm-hmm. But if somebody else picked on you and you picked back, it would start a fight. Yes. You know, I don't... It's, yeah, it's, it wasn't like bullying, it, it, and it was never like that. I don't mean that to sound like that at all. It, no, it was <laughs> typical kid stuff. It was yeah. it was razzing each other back and forth, you know. It was a game of one-upmanship. Yes. In a sense. No, no, Canyon worked. Oh yeah, pretty consistently in professional wrestling at the highest level, from like 1995 all the way up to like um, 2004. Yeah, 2003, 2004 in that in that era. Um, and he never really did independent pro wrestling until <laughs> you know he did for a couple of years, but not not much. He would have made so much money right now in the Indies. Oh, yeah. Just just a gimmick alone. Who better? Yeah, that's... But, you know, he um started out doing some tag... A couple different tag teams with WCW. And then, he, you know, Mortis... Um, Mortis came around and he was with Reverend Jim. And Mortis was like... Uh, a big character there. It was like the WWE had hit the Attitude Era, and WCW was going strong with the strong gimmicks like Glacier and Mortis and stuff. 
so that was like the thing, and that was why people turned tuned into them. Yep, the Monday Night Wars. He was a big player in that. You know, it's um, teaming up with DDP. He he had a huge part in the uh, what was the movie? Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble. Yes, he was one of like the trainers and like the stuntmen for that. Yep. It's just the stuff that he's done. The people, everybody, like no one has a bad word to say. No one's ever had a bad word to say about the K. But for I've apparently, ever, I've ever talked to. Him. I've mentioned him before to many people. The first thing he says, uh, they, what they usually say is sad. He's a great guy. Yeah, and yeah, he was. he was. But you said like. They say he was just always sad. Like, he never was able to find that happiness. But, I mean, that was in a time, too, where, like... I talked to a kid at work about doing this the other day that is openly gay. And I said to him, like, what was the... What went through your mind when you were coming out, when you were telling your family? Because, like, he lived as a straight guy for a little while and then came out a couple years ago. And he was like, I had a great support system. I was lucky. So he understands that there is anxiety behind it because not everyone has that support system. In pro wrestling in the 90s? In a man's world, like a man's sport? Right. You're going to tell, you're going to come out and tell them you're gay? Oh, that, that's not that. Now it would be a different thing. Now you've got a sport where people grab someone's dick as a spot in a match. You, you got. But you also got to think back to it too, though, JP. They had back then being gay in wrestling was a gimmick. Right. You could be that gimmick, but you had to live your gimmick. You know, you had to act that persona. Look at Adrian Adonis in the flower shop way back in the eighties. Yeah. You know, and then you go on to um, the heartthrobs. Whether they never came out and said it, but come on. You know, they weren't gay. They were hot throbs. The but, women all wanted them. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> the women all wanted them. Mm-hmm. But so, that's just... no. But you know, what I'm saying the gimmick yeah. was okay, but the real thing wasn't, and that's just wrong. Right. It was a. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. Exactly. The character was okay, but the person wasn't. If... Exactly. And there was, I mean, there has to have been other gay wrestlers. I mean, there's rumors of the top guys. And, you know, it's just that. But, like, fuck the rumors. Like, Canyon came out and said, no, I want to beat this. And listen, like, there's been, like you just said, there's been wrestling gimmicks, but there's never been a truly out professional wrestler. And he saw a way that he thought he could make money by being just that. And I think it would have worked. The powers that be disagree. Because it wouldn't have... He could have done regular things. He didn't have to wear makeup. He, You know, he didn't have to do he was the... Being himself. He wasn't being flamboyant. Right. Right. You know, there was... He was just, and he, here's the thing with Chris coming out on the show. He knew what he was doing for us. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he knew. He even said that after when we were talking off the air. He even said that. He's like, uh, 
he was like, he first he was apologized for doing it, and then said that second he said I wasn't planning it, and then it just happened. And he came out after and said that when he did that, and like a week later he came out on the Howard Stern show. So if you put that into perspective, he came out on a, a wrestling radio internet talk show that got, I don't know, 200 listeners live and then whatever was downloaded on a normal week. Maybe another 200. Right. And he uh, he decided to use us to come out of the closet on and then come out on Howard Stern a week later. I'm even happy with it being... He used us as practice. Right. Yeah, because if you listen to the Howard Stern, it was almost word for word. And yep. I remember hearing that and calling you. Yep. And being like, dude, he just did the same thing. Um, but it was just, it was his intent in doing it. And it might have been a publicity stunt saying that was why he got released. But I can tell you that's how he really felt. Oh, yeah. Because it wasn't our conversations on the air, it was our conversations off the air and that of how he explained to us what he went through. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go in detail. I'm not gonna divulge any of the secrets of the, not even say the secrets, any of the stuff he told us, because that's between us and him. Right. And you know, the stuff he told us then it, it was heartfelt. You know it was heartfelt because just you can hear it in his voice. You can hear the lost child in there somewhere. Yes. Yes. It, it was, I mean, he may not have been happy, but he truly loved professional wrestling. He did. And he excelled at it. He, like, the Who Better Than Canyon was his idea at a point when they wouldn't put him over because he was so good at putting other guys over. And, and he he was a hype guy too. He was good at coming out and hyping you up to the point where he'd do all the talking, but you'd get all the glory. That's he. Uh, yeah, he exactly. He had no problem laying down for anyone. I want to take one second, Joe. Okay. There's a fellow podcaster, and I, I just want to touch on this quick. And this is another fucking sad thing because that's what this week is. Um, Chris Rucker down in Florida, Atlanta, his son last week uh, had some strong health issues where his son, who is, I don't know, 10 or 11 years old, wound up having a stroke and still can't fully move his legs. He just sat up today. So I just want to say good job, Trey, and just keep up the fight, brother. Absolutely. He's, uh, we're going to wind up actually either, either me or Josh probably filling in for him this week on his show just to make sure he gets something up and with his co-host Marty. Uh, so make sure you check them. Okay. Show them some love, show them some support. Um, I think somebody is going to produce some t-shirts with the proceeds going to Trey. Um, and we've shared, we've shared the GoFundMe because both Chris and his wife are at the hospital 24 seven. Neither one of them, they both have to. Uh, stop working for the time being, basically take some time off. So, a lot of love out to them. Now, with the Chris Canyon stuff, though, Chris was just a genuinely nice guy. He wanted to help out where he could, and he wanted to be happy, and he just never found that. 
he wanted he wanted to fit in, but not just fit in. He wanted to fit in as him. Yes, in... he wanted to fit in as himself. He wanted to be accepted for who he was, not just who he who people perceived him to be. And I think everybody gets that to a point sometimes. But imagine living your whole life like that. Instead of being small moments where you feel like you don't fit in, it's small moments where you feel like you do fit in. And it's just not, you know, it's, it's not good. But just understand, you know, like me and we've already put ourselves out there, like, you got our Twitters. We don't use, we have the show Twitter, but our real Twitters are out there. JPTIW, you know, send me an at, send me a message, whatever. I'll talk to you. Yep. We'll hear you out. Got no problem doing that. Same thing with Josh, same thing with Joe. You know, just reach out. Like, you're not just people who listen to our show. You're people who we appreciate. You're part of the mafia. That's it, the TIW mafia. So, uh, you know, I was, it's tough, man. I do want to touch, too, this week on more positive stuff a little bit. But, like, the check out our YouTube because we were, me and Joe spent the weekend with some interesting people last week. Yeah, yeah, some, place, some people you wouldn't want to show up at your picnic. Yeah, yeah, the Green Ant and Defense, and we got some videos up on YouTube at one point, I don't know where the hell you went. You and Green Ant disappeared at one point, and me and there's a uh, sorry, you and Green Ant, yeah, me and Defant were looking for you. We never really did find you for a little while. I think that might be when Green Ant found Snow White in kind of Snow. Yeah, this was an ant on Snow White. <laughs> And there was another incident with the direct Chikara's director of fun caught them talking to Spider-Man. And the, the director of fun for Chikara, Sidney Bacabella, one of the first rules he said is there's no comic books allowed in Chikara unless they can bench their, their body weight. And they got caught red-handed with the web-slinger. Oh, yeah, he took and, his... Uh... He took he the fanny his, pack. He took his fanny pack right off defan. Yeah. It was it was a bizarre thing to witness. But luckily we happened to be recording because we were hanging out with the ants all weekend. So make sure you check out it. Just look up the Irish Whip on YouTube and it's all right there. The Irish Whip Podcast. And we- it's the Irish Whip has some uh, other things in, in store too, huh? Oh, we do. We do. We have we have a we have a blast from the past coming up, don't we? I don't want to give out any secrets. I'm just going to give a little teaser. I'm not going to talk about who he is. It's so easy to pick up the person if I give any kind of hints about him. But we have a guy coming back from. Oof, he was in the business 20 years ago? Did we already bring him up, sort of? I don't know. I don't think so. No? Okay. I'm not sure who. You know who. I mean, I can whistle you a few bars. 
I, yeah. You know who it is. I whistle me a few bars. Was that a, a just a whistle? Oh yes, and that oh that will be something. So it's still in the works, but it's going that I, way. I'm gonna say this. I was completely the, Patreon is a pay service that podcasts and YouTubers and stuff like that can use where people pay X amount. It'll be a minimal amount per month or whatever. And you get extra content and me and Josh had talked about it. And I had said, if it's just me, if it's just us three talking, if it's just me and you and Joe and talking, I'm against that because we give that to the people and we don't want to stop that we don't want to stop this from being free at all but you throw something else in the mix and you'll get probably a little bit of that for free just so you get the sampling of it but that will be something that might go on to patreon depending on how it turns out because it's such a uh just different idea and i love it and like I said, any amount that we do ask for and a donation for it will be extremely minimal. Yeah. Yeah, very, very minimal. And, and we'll go to making these segments. That's the thing. It's this one. It's going to go to help us get to other wrestling conventions. It's going to go to help us get to possibly bring somebody with us to a convention. Like we were at the... Um, what was it? Uh, the New England, wrestling, Ho- the, the wrestling Hall of Fame. Wrestling Hall of Fame down in Rhode Island, and luckily we had Green Ant Defense with us, who were, were close enough and they were able to drive up. But sometimes there are people who are further away. We might have to fly them up here. Right. And that's what we would want to do for them. They're doing us a favor to come, so we're going to fly them up. So that's what that Patreon money is going to go for. It's not going to us to make a giant right. profit. Not going to become, you know, we're not going to become rich off this. No, you know, we're just going to we're just going to help us offset no. some of the cost. And that's something that we took me and you had taken some advice on over the weekend from Joe Cronin of the Joe Cronin Show. Yes, on the Patreon stuff, he was Joe's a guy that this is his full time job. Uh, he came over. We we had asked him a question on some of the equipment he was using, and he came over and he knew who we were. And had a conversation with us uh, about it, and it kind of started to sway me. And then you and Josh, you and Josh, talking about this other idea, and it's just so out there and different. It's, it's just be, be ready, be ready. It's going to be insane, and just not not only that though, it's not going to be this one person that's going to be on because I'm I'm ninety seven percent sure he's going to be bringing some of his friends. From way back well, when. Put it this way. I'm 100% sure I can get some of his friends from way back when to do it. Oh, yeah. Um, and even just thinking from there, when we throw at his name, he's affiliated with us. Boom. Right. We're golden. It's Guys, just stay tuned for what's happening for the Irish Whip, like 2019. I'm not going to say it's our year because it's everybody's year. We're just going to enjoy the hell out of it. 
Hell yeah. And we've already committed to next year for the New England Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. We committed for something else, too, didn't we? As far as... I know the... I don't know. The plan is to go down to Tampa next year for the... um, And to do a sort of podcast convention type of thing down at WrestleMania. Ah. Is the plan. Um, We got to tie that plan into one of our other ideas and, and, and road trip it. Yes. That would be an amazing road trip. Yes. That would be... That's the way to do that one. Yeah. Road trip. I will, we will see some people Friday night because we will be at New England All-Star Wrestling Friday night. Yes, we will. With our, yeah. we'll, We will be recording. Yep. I already talked to the promoter. New England All-Star Wrestling, Randolph Mass. Um, Friday, this Friday night, it's the Intergenerational Community Center right along the MBTA bus route, so it makes it really convenient. Uh, and meet and greet at 7 p.m. with the, the stars who are uh, former FCW slash first class of NXT, Paul Jardine. Current evolve current contracted evolve wrestling star and very old fan of the Irish Whip Anthony Green. Uh, guys like Massel, Mike McCarthy, just the after those two, it's like the best of the best of New England. Uh, Six man ladder match, over the top battle royal for a spot in said ladder match, and. The first ever New England All-Star Wrestling Champion. We get a stack going to these promotions and go putting out the Irish Whip Championship belt. The picture fell earlier, fell behind my coach ah, when I was adjusting my wires. We got to go to these promotions and have an Irish Whip Battle Royal for the Irish Whip Championship. That's. Uh, well, there's a few promotions that would do it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. New England All Star, he tends to be all about branding himself, which is what he should be doing. But I think that's something actually UFO would be in for. I think that's something. Uh, something else me and you have talked about over the past week would definitely be in for. Well, there is potential for us to be putting on three events next year. There is potential for a couple of events coming out of the Irish Whip. With the potential big-time local, but big-time sponsor. Yes. And uh, we won't even talk too much about that yet because said sponsor wants to put some time into promoting it and bringing in some headlining names. Yes. Which with, would be... With that also, I already confirmed last night that depending on how that event goes, if we have live music, I have the gobshites to play. That's awesome. If anybody doesn't know them, that's, uh, say, Irish rock. They're yes. really good. They're really funny. So, and they're 
usually really drunk. Sort of like an Irish punk band. Pretty much, yeah. The head singer, Pete, who's been in, he's been in the music business his whole life. He used to work for record companies, and he's been in many different bands. Check him out. The uh, Check out freegobshitesmusic.com. And music is another thing that is going to be a big part of this, a big part of 2019 for the Irish Whip, I think. Not to cut you off again, but Pete from the Gobshites is going to write a theme song for the Irish Whip. That is incredible. You know. It's will, he, be, will he take, perform it or can we perform it? I think we're going to have to perform it with him. I'm down. Kind of like a... Kind of like how, like, back in the day... Like, Jimmy Valiant. Jimmy Valiant had a top-selling record in, in well, Nashville. Know, kind of like how the WWE did rock and wrestling way back yeah. when. Oh, that needs to happen. So... Yeah. Now, do you have a favorite Canyon memory? Do you have a favorite Canyon match? I just like mostly... I, I just like the whole Who Better gimmick. I was very partial to the... I, I love the Who Better gimmick because that was like such a change from the character he sort of was. And it yeah. came and it came out of him being in the flock where I, I loved the misfits of the flock. Reese, the giant Reese that nobody could lose to because he couldn't fucking beat anybody. You know, um, Lodi, and I, I just love that whole flock thing. The who better than Canyon was to go with me. The whole, the whole, the whole like the whole persona that he built up for that, the way he sold, the way he sold it, it was just if that got a push, it it was it was it would have took off. Yeah, you know, I can see the crowd. The crowd got, by. yeah. Excuse me for yawning, but the crowd got behind it. But there was just what the, the back office wasn't. That's, yeah. And, but it did. I mean, they let it go. He until, always they had find, until they found the next thing to replace it. He always had the who better than sign. And that carried, that carried over, actually. Like, you'd see who better than Canyon signs on WWF back then. You know, yeah, they would take those signs because that was what WWF did. Yeah. They didn't just they, when they changed to WWE, they got the signs the f out of there too. Yeah, they don't let you bring signs anymore. That you know, but you know who better than Canyon was? That's actually a really good one because that was sort of the one that really got him over. Other than like Mortis, of course, to me Mortis was fun. And when he came out with uh, with the dirty, the what was it, the evil priest there, the evil reverend James uh, Mitchell. Yep. That was cool. And James Mitchell, that character, I don't know if he started that character with Mortis or if that was something he was already doing, but he carried that over into, like, even TNA with, um, with them. So He did. I mean, that just showed you where he was. And I think... We may have had Mitchell on at one point. Sounds familiar. I think we, when we had our little deal with TNA. Yeah. We had a lot of TNA top stars back then. We did. But that was like the... and Like, to, when Chris passed away, 
I didn't post anything on Facebook. I called you when I saw it. And, like, people reached out to me because they understood. Like, people that were fans of the podcast or listened to the podcast or knew me when the podcast was running knew what he had done. You know what I mean? Yep. And I was like... A lot of people in the business. Yeah, don't... uh, don't reach out to me. I feel bad for you guys, and I feel bad for his family and his friends. Like, that's where it's at. And it's just, it's so important. And this being Pride Week, like, it, it's 2019, so I do feel like it's a different time. Like, I think it's almost the cool thing to be out and gay now, which is awesome, because if you're gay, be yourself. Like, if you're straight, be yourself. Who gives a, like, who cares? Like, you said it earlier. Yeah. Who cares who you love? Who cares who you like? Whatever you do behind closed doors, you do behind closed doors. I don't want to watch anybody do it in front of me, period. You know, but you love who you love and be yourself. Love yourself, most importantly. Yep. You hit the nail on the head right there. That's exactly it, though. You know, so what else you got going on, Joe? Not much. Just, uh, just day to day, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're I'm, just trying to keep up on on the business and see how things are going, and you know, see see what's next. We gotta. Um, I just fought it. I heard it. Good. I'm glad the mic picked it up. Yeah. But guys, sounded like you dropped marbles. Nah, oh, it wasn't quite marbles. They were re- it was really soft and wet. Ew. Now, guys, again, if you there's phone lines, there's friends, there's family, there's always somebody, there's us you can reach out to. So please do that. Um, if you're going through hard times in life, like there's people here. This is something that meant a lot to all three of us, actually, because all three of us have been in that boat. And like I said, I've never talked about it publicly, but, like, I was in a hospital for a week because I was suicidal. Even if you have a feeling or an emotion you don't understand, talk to someone about it. And as far as, like, there's people like Willie Yuta who do a lot. He's in the pro wrestling industry. He's over in Japan right now doing his thing. But he's got his own organizations. He's got his own... uh, foundation started up for suicide and for depression so there's plenty of it out there there's dropkick depression with uh jeff cannibal and tara calloway that are always giving back there's just people that care that's all thank you guys there's always someone you giving me the wrap-up signal i'm waiting for you to wrap it up Oh, all right, fine. I was I wasn't sure what you were doing. All right, ladies and Dude, no promise for the kids in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um shoot guys, we're recording right now. Josh might join us in a second. Marty is off to a baseball game. So them two are definitely gonna do it later anyway. You got me and Dallas here from uh, the Meat Boys, Meats and Tweets on Twitter. Yeah, Meat Wednesday, every Wednesday night, Meats and Tweets on Twitter. 
I am not going to make WrestleMania weekend, but I am going to keep my promise to beat you guys in a cook-off. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't make it down there either, but uh, I definitely want that cook-off to happen. because uh, It'll be, I don't cook all this a la carte, shrimp a la mood, and everything else. No, steak, right? Steak for steak. Isn't that what we said? That's it. Let's go, man. I'm ready. Yes. All right, we I just want to show you what you're afraid of. This yeah. little one inch by one inch candy bar. Hold on, I gotta get I gotta get ready here. I need some some. Yeah. So Thank like you. after this, we can drink milk and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I have a piece of I have a some Ben and Jerry's right here. I have a little bit of Ben and Jerry's, some milk, some right. water, and a beer. All right, I got straight sour cream. <laughs> I'm gonna get some milk out of it. Does sour cream do more than milk? Cause it's yeah, heavy. It's uh, I don't know. I think it might. It's it's thicker, you know. It's yeah. easier, right? I've never heard that. So, give you guys a little history on me and the Meat Boys. Dallas, are you the one that lives in Southie? No, Murph is. Okay. So we share. Me and Murph are. Uh, we got share a barber, and that's. I didn't know there was any other podcast that ran out of that neighborhood. Yeah. Right. I'm a little south of it now, but you know, just shared love of wrestling. Yeah. These guys love their food. They can cook. I see the pictures on Twitter all the time. And you guys do you guys do the fancy stuff. We get fancy sometimes, you know. We uh we, we cook a lot of just meats and potatoes type things though too. That's and that's where I'm at. Uh shoot. What we're gonna do, we're recording this on Skype. I'm gonna put it right up on YouTube and right up on Facebook in the next ten minutes or so. Um, as you guys can see, Marty's got his kids around with him. I'm going to kind of get right into this thing. Doing this right now? Yeah, I'm going to. Oh, man. There thing is... swallow, right? No. Yeah. Ready? So, oh! One of it looks like a normal candy bar, but the back of this thing, that has a ton of seeds on it. A ton of seeds. And the seeds are the hottest of the pepper. I won't die. I won't die. You won't die. Daddy Daddy won't die. He might be. (laughs) I'm going. Three, two, one. Go. Go, little kid already. Oh, yeah. This is hot. We're going to get back. I was warming up earlier with a little bit of Carolina Reaper seasoning. (laughs) (laughs) Better take that thing down, buddy. That's gone. It is hot. Um, yeah, it's pretty hot. Oh, I smell it. And the heat is quick. There's no, there's no hesitation. Um, it comes on. Yeah, it's getting pretty hot. Oh. But okay. How you feeling? I'm feeling all right, actually. Um, yeah. my tongue is burning. It's definitely hot. I haven't touched. I ate a whole Carolina Reaper at one point by accident. Just the pepper straight. This is a little yeah, bit better than stuff once. On the show, actually. The episode was called Don't Fear the Reaper. <laughs> I'm reaching for the beer, not for the milk. Yeah, I'm going to get into this, uh, this sour cream, I think. Uh, it's starting I, to get a, I have just a touch of Ben and Jerry's. So he who do you think, think is going to win, Rollins or, or Lesnar? Uh, I think Rollins. 
Rollins going to take it? I think so. Right. You think this is going to be a clean win, take the championship? Whew. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Brock can give them the commitment. Oh, man. That's getting pretty hot. That's good. <laughs> Women's match. Who's taking that? Ronda? Or Ronda going to go? Ooh. I think Ronda's going to SmackDown with the title. SmackDown's going to Fox where they all know her. Oh. Is that happening right after WrestleMania? Huh? Not too long after, I don't think. <sighs> yeah. Okay. But he still... Would you, would you rather, would you rather have Nia Jax sit on your face, or hold Mark Henry's sweaty armpit hair in your mouth, like in your face in his armpit? Nia Jax. Why are you asking that? That's so random. Nia Jax all day long. Nia Jax. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I probably have to go that no. route too. I. That's something you can't undo, Mark Henry's armpit hair. No, no. Um, Dude, that's hot. Yeah, and it keeps coming. It hasn't gone away. Get a little milk. Some nice grass-fed milk. Kind of Ben and Jerry's you got there. I have one little, one of those slices. I went up and bought one slice. Now, is that just ice cream, or is it like... It's like a slice bar. It's like a Klondike bar, like it's covered in, covered yeah. in something. Oh. Look at Nose is running. The sour cream really does taste good right now. I'm outside. It's cold out. We're, I'm in New England. I'm in Boston. Right, just south of Boston. It's cold. Oh, I think I'm, I'm... I'm starting to sweat. I think I'm past the peak. I think I'm past the peak. You know what? No. I rate the Choco Challenge as pussy shit. I'm glad we did it. It's good for a good cause. Whatever could be wrong with my prostate is probably going to get burned off by this. Yeah, so. But it, it wasn't too hot. It no, too and it's, I'm, I'm with you. The peak the peak is gone. It is going down. Uh, for every piece of candy you buy, <laughs> they donate $5 to prostate cancer research. Yeah, yeah, which is much needed. No. Can I make a nomination for you guys for your show? Yeah, what's the nomination? Uh, I'd like to nominate uh, Josh and Marty for not showing up as you know the C of the week. Oh right, yeah, the cock of the week, of course. Excellent. May, fucking call in. I love it. Josh was gonna call in and try to host us, but I told him I was gonna go with the peer pressure thing to get him to just do it tonight with us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't, what happened to them? They couldn't make it. Yeah, Marty wound up with, uh, he's out in L.A., and he wound up with baseball tickets. Okay. But I think it kind of works out because I think me and you, I think me and you probably took the heat better than they will. I wanted um, to see Brian, though. Huh? Yeah. I wanted to see we'll Brian. We'll still record later this week, and then, so we're going to look like men, and they're yeah. not. Meat boys keep their word. <laughs> I'm going to beat you guys. When I beat you guys in this cook-off, I'm going to do it with a recipe out of the WWE cookbook. Oh, my God. So we're talking about steak for steak? That's the that's the cook-off? I think so. I think that's fair. I mean, that's the best thing I make. I call it BJ steak. 
Because that's what happens every time I give one to a girl. Okay. Um, I, I think I can, I might, man, you put me on the grill and I'm good. All right, but, I mean, I'll grill it, I'll cast iron it, whatever. You can even, you can even listen back and, and hear, and hear my recipes for steak. Nope. I say it every time. I don't need it. I that's the good thing about you guys. You guys do that. You always say what you use. Yeah, we try to give some, you know, add value, right? Give people a reason to listen at least. It's not like we care what we really have to say. But that's the Irish whip at three Irish points. There's no value to us. We talk wrestling, we talk life, we swear a little and have some fun. Exactly, man. I drink a beer or two on the show and Yeah, it's a great podcast, dude. You know, it's I'm glad that we met out like this so I we did podcasts back in 05. Yeah. And none of the podcasts Except for mine and the one Josh hosted, got along. We all fought with each other. Oh, I love that. And now there's like such a little community, and everybody, we all talk to each other, and it's cool. Yeah, man. It's really cool. That's great. We got to get you guys. Um, when I cut, so I'm going to cut this. All right. I'm going to put it on YouTube, put it on Facebook. I'm going to pull the audio out. All right. I'll give it to you so you can share with the other guys. Great, man. And uh, if you guys want to use it, obviously it's, you know, your, your property. Um, yeah, absolutely, dude. And we'll have some fun with it. So, guys. Chaco Challenge. We're 10 minutes in. Easy money. Chaco Challenge. Easy money. That was nothing. Yeah. All right, good job, JP. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. You're giving me the wrap-up signal. I'm waiting for you to wrap it up. Oh, all right, fine. I was I wasn't sure what you were doing. All right, ladies and gents, this is Big Joe. I'm here with JP. The Yeti couldn't join us tonight. Joe, Joe, time out, Joe. That's how you start the show by introducing yourself. I am signing off and letting people know who they were with. Oh, all right, go ahead. Okay, well, you heard from Big Joe, JP, and his ass tonight. Uh, but we're gonna see you probably next week. This is gonna be out. I think this will be out tomorrow, or by the time you hear it, that'll be yesterday. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, you got some big things coming out from our stay tuned. We got more more in the pipeline. We got a lot of things in the works, and we just got things a lot of things wrapped up. Uh, stay true to yourself. Stay true to who you are and what you believe in. Reach out for help. Be there for somebody else's ear. If you have something bothering you and you have no one to talk to, take a walk and say it out loud by yourself. There's more more room in the universe than there is inside your body. Say it out loud. Trust me, it helps. So, for my buddy JP, I use the term buddy loosely. For JP, for the Yeti, I'm Big Joe. This is the Irish Whip. We'll see you next Tuesday. All right. We're good. I'll send this over to Josh. He'll edit it up and yeah, make it sound like we don't say to Dallas. All right, see you. Bye.